let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Welcome into another edition of Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Here to talk with me and you about vesting, finance, and retirement on the podcast. Don't forget to reach out to him. Let him know if you enjoy the content and you'd like to subscribe. You can do so at ElevateMyRetirement.com. That's ElevateMyRetirement.com. That is the main website for the team. Lots of good tools, tips, and resources. You can also check out the podcast, catch past episodes, future episodes, and also schedule some time to talk with the team if you're not already working with them. Uh, You can also call them at 855-507-3847. It's 855-507-3847. Sean, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Nothing, man. Just freezing. It's cold another, out here. Another day in paradise? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, it's going through a little cold snap. A little chilly, uh, huh? Yeah, it's all, it's all good. We're, we're heading south tomorrow for our first baseball tourney of the year. So. Okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, we were, you and I were chatting. You sent me this article to chat about a little bit. Kind of interesting. Uh, about a gentleman who unretired. And really wanted to talk about the biggest retirement challenge that nobody talks about. So I thought that'd be a good topic for conversation. You and I were going through this a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'll, long story short, we can put a link in the show notes to the article. If folks want to check it out. But really his biggest point was the challenge of retirement that people just don't often spend much time on. And that's that the downturn, right? The downside, the um, downtime. Like, what am I doing? What do I want to do? And I know that people seem to fall in two categories, Sean. They either say, I'm so busy in retirement, I can't believe I ever had a job. Or they right. say, I'm bored of tears, right? Oh, yeah. And you know, we, we talk about this in our class a lot, in our classes a lot. And the hardest transition in retirement usually isn't the financial one. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people are, if you're, if you're going to retire, you put time, energy, effort into the financial side of retirement. That's our focus. Yeah. That's your, that, because that's what everybody talks about. But what, what people don't realize is that, you know, when I'm working, the average American works 2,500 hours a year. Mm-hmm. When people ask us, they first meet us at parties or whatever. One of the first questions that's asked, well, what do you do? And so you start to tie in what you do with who you are and that's a hard transition in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm, for sure. And, and the biggest transition for people is, well, what what are you going to do with that 2,500 hours that you just got back? Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know, you're going to have a hard time in retirement. Well, and this guy's story was, you know, basically, medically, he had to retire a little earlier than he expected at 52, which is a little early. I get that. But by 67, he's like, what am I doing, Right. Uh, you know, so let's talk about some of the things he, he did a, a, an in-depth survey of like 15,000 retirees over the age of 60 and was asking him basically one question. What is your single biggest challenge in retirement? And here's some of the answers. So let's you and I go through some of these and see what you experience as well in your practice. Um, it's just this is kind of a small selection, but like in the gr- regret category, people saying stuff like I miss doing the work that I love. Right. Or I don't think retiring is for me. I just want to go back to teaching or whatever it was that they were doing. And then also that just I feel lost, like I don't know what to do with all this time. Is that kind of what you see as well? Yeah. If there's not a plan for how you're going to spend time, I mean, think about it. Like People get into their profession. In a lot of cases, the profession that you retire from is is usually one that you love. You know, it's the, you're the teacher. You love making an impact on kids or you're an engineer and you love creating and and seeing projects through. And, and as you retire, even though there's excitement, you know, that first year, two, three years, there's part of you that in a lot of cases, it's like, man, 
I miss making that impact on those kids in the high school or in the elementary school or, or whatever, whatever it is, or I miss creating and making an impact because maybe I worked for, you know, Moog or, or Boeing or Hexel or something. And, and now I'm creating and I'm making an impact on our society, whatever it is. It's that, that miss of that impact. Oh man, I, I really miss that. And by taking some time off, in some cases, now you're, you're refired. Like, oh, okay, now I can go out. I've got energy again because I'm not in the day-to-day, the, the grind of, of a right, day-to-day yeah. job all the time. And, I'm, and, and sometimes when you get in the day-to-day, you miss the big picture of why you really enjoy doing certain things. You know, I agree. And I think that's certainly something that people don't think about from that challenge of their time just and it's because we all when we're thinking about retirement we're like yeah we're gonna travel it's all the big picture stuff right we're gonna travel we're gonna take the grandkids to disney world so but there's also that day-to-day stuff where you start to go wow there's a lot there's a lot of time in the day what am i gonna do with it you know you can only take so many walks you can only cut the grass so many times times, exactly And, and truth be told if i was at home every day my wife would be like what are you doing? Why Get are you out of here? here? What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a real thing too, right? Uh, especially if, if one person's been home for a while or works from home or whatever. So that's a challenge as well. Uh, he talks a little bit about some of the health side. People say, you know, I feel like uh, my mind is slipping because I'm not doing something, right? I want to add value back to the world or even just to my own existence. Uh, my mom's going through that. She's 81. And, you know, she's not driving as much. And so she sometimes she has she has days where it's like, I, you know, I'm fine not getting out as much. She's I think she's in that um, the slow go years, if you will. Right. But she at the same time, sometimes she'll struggle and go, I feel like I'm getting worse because I'm not doing more, you know, like mentally. I'm not mentally engaging in yeah, stimulated yeah. In, in anything that's go- Yeah, that's going to to grow to grow my mind. Yeah, cuz she lives alone, right? Like many retirees do unfortunately when one when the loved one passes. So you've got that added element as well. Right. Right. And, and you know health is like that's why health is one of the bigger you know components of retirement. Get out, walk, go to the gym. Um do the thing like play the the crossword puzzles and the wordles and and do all those things that keep you mentally engaged. I, let's face it, you, if you're retired, you have time to do all those things. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of having some self-ownership of, of getting out and doing things. Yeah, and I think that goes into the last one, which was identity, right? Kind of feeling like you've lost who you are uh, when, you, when you're retired. And, and again, depending on how the retirement's going, you may feel like it was the job or if it was a job where you did lose a spouse, it's like, who am I now without this or that type of thing? That goes back to you go to dinner parties or and you go to or you go to an event and that's the and I hate that question. Oh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not an elevator speech kind of guy. Like I get in, I work hard for my the families we work with. Right. But I'm not like out touting, hey, look at us, we've got this financial planning firm. But that's very common in in social settings. What do you do? Oh, tell me about your work. Right. And people get wrapped up and they tie that into their identity. That's who they are. Yeah, exactly. Well, well I'm an engineer for so-and-so or, or I'm a doctor or I'm a nurse or I take care of people. I, I teach kids, whatever, whatever that may be. But just because you do something doesn't mean that that's who you are. And, and unfortunately, it gets commingled in a lot of cases. And when you retire, then you lose some of who you are if you're tying in what you do to who you are. 
Yeah, and we got to find a way to you know kind of do that stuff. So he had an interesting, and like, like we're going to put the uh, put some links in here. I'll put the link into the to this article for folks to check it out. But he basically uses a, a, a Venn diagram. If you're not familiar with those are, you can you'll be able mm-hmm. to see that on here. But he uses a Venn diagram at which he got from a, a you know Japanese concept to talk about putting things in a category, right? So at the top, you've got what you love. At the bottom, what can you be paid for? On the far right, does the world need this? And at the far left, what you're good at. You make these circles, right? You make a a perfect circle, Mm -hmm. and and each circle draws you inward to ultimately what's your reason for being, right? And so it helps you kind of, you know, focus this down a little bit. Like So there's some good questions to ask yourself. You know, what's an activity you love, Right. Uh, are you good at it? That's why many people, I think, start doing side hustles in retirement, right? They're like, all right, let me let me go do this thing I always wanted to do. I'm really good at woodworking or, I don't know, whatever it might be. Right, or you know, sculpting or... Crafts, know, whatever. Yeah. and for I, I actually went through this as I was... For yourself? Yeah, just, just for fun as, as I was preparing. It's like, oh, what do you, what's an activity that you love? Well, I love coaching. Right. You know, are you good at it? Well, I think so. I, I mean, the kids, the kids love me. You know, I, I coach a lot of advisors as well. Um, does the world need what we offer? Well, I think that there's a lot of crappy coaches out there, whether it's us helping advisors to make themselves better, um, us coaching our clients on how to mentally transition or financially transition to retirement, and then coaching kids. Like that's one of my passions is and I coach my kids in everything that I possibly can because I love I love coaching, I love making an impact and I love seeing you know that the kids are are growing from it. I've also seen a lot of crappy coaches out there so I want to keep our kids away from from that stuff. Right. And then, you know, can you get paid for doing it? Well, you know, we've made a career and we've built a firm out of coaching our clients. Right? Yeah. So you you have this, and that could be parlayed into life after your working career, really, like the coaching concept, right? right. You could parlay that into something as in your retirement years. And I think the same thing can apply to many people. I mean, the Red Sox haven't called me yet to add me to their <laughs> staff. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm holding out for for one of the, the big ticket jobs okay. when it comes to coaching baseball. But until then... I'm going to settle for coaching our 10-year-old kids. Right, right. But then also during the day, I get to I get to coach here at the office as well. Well, but, you know, like, think about it. Like, you could be 70, right, and still be – and you could be a, quote, unquote, life coach, right? Or you could be a swing coach, right? Or, you know, whatever, right? So right. There's, there's still things where you could turn passions into – something post normal career. And I think that's the idea this guy had with this this article uh, and unretiring and it's like okay you can still get in to do some things the, the money is important the x's and the o's are important but you've got to figure out what you want to do with all the free time and what you want to do with your purpose because I don't think humans are we're not designed to just sit. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that does us any good. It doesn't do our bodies good. We have to be in motion. It certainly doesn't do our brains good, right? So we have to right. find ways to do that. And the money's important because that helps fund that. But at the same time, if you don't have a passion that you're chasing, you could just be sitting there. You might have a whole lot of money. You might be Scrooge McDuck in it. But <laughs> if you're not doing anything, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Right, right. And, that, and that's the big thing. And once people have clarity, once you have clarity on, on what your financial side looks like, mm-hmm. it f- opens up the, the doors of opportunity right. to go after passions and and make an impact on the things that you care about and love. Yeah, so we'll put a link to the to the article. You can check it out if you want to do your own Venn diagram. 
uh, and uh, go from there. And if you're not sure about that Scrooge McDuck reference, just go, you know, look that up. Uh, and you'll be able to find, you know, got to love some Scrooge McDuck. So, again, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We just thought we'd do a little something different this week and just kind of look at this interesting article from a person who, you know, a lot of things that people just don't talk about, which is that that free time, that that identity aspect, that mental aspect of retirement, the gear shift of having truly nothing to do uh, and finding something and finding purpose. So if you've got some questions, need some help, obviously, Sean and the team help you with the X's and the O's of the money, but they also help you with that because they have clients who live through it day in and day out as well. So if you got questions, got some concerns, need some help, reach out to them at ElevateMyRetirement.com. That's ElevateMyRetirement.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever podcasting platform app you like to use. And we'll catch you next time here on the show. Thanks, Sean, for hanging out, buddy. Hey, thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time here on the podcast, Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.